Welcome back to On the Cusp. My co-host Matt Snyder here with me. And Matt, you said you wanted to talk about product companies in yeah. Shreveport. I think that's just a, you know, we're talking about jobs and all these different companies. How cool would it be if something cool was invented in Shreveport? Man, I'm telling you, not a week goes by that somebody doesn't walk into EAP with a product that they have dreamed this up, I've thought about it, the market is there, it's a billion dollar market, I wanna build this product. And some of the most fun conversations that I remember throughout my life are with your random friends, family, whatever, everybody's like, man, I've got the best idea. Yes. And, and none of those ever um, seem I, to I wouldn't be. Say, I wouldn't say none of them never actually take off, there have been a lot of them. Do that people have... actually make them ever? Yes, they do. And they'll make their first version in their garage. Uh, and I love that. And then they'll go from there to they'll have a friend that can do some 3D printing and they start building the second version, uh, you know, of a 3D printed model of it. And then they'll have a metal fabrication shop that'll that'll then they'll go to and get the next version. So that happens all the time. But I'm gonna tell you that the, the challenge with product-based companies is it's one product. And how do you build a business around oh, that yeah. one single product? And one of the questions I ask, somebody comes in with a great idea. We've done everything from leaf catchers, to dog chastity belts, okay, and and in in every case, I don't case, know what that is. Well, <laughs> um, there's actually a market for that, and the question I always ask them is, where's the largest meeting, conference, buyers market for that particular industry that you're yeah, in? Yeah, because you don't want to have to create the customer. Too. That's right, and that that makes it twice as hard. And it doesn't matter whether you're building the next best duck call or again, the chastity, the dog chastity belt. Okay, you gotta go, you gotta know, how do I get it in the store? How do I get it on the shelf? So that guy was like sitting in his house and going, dang, Paco, my dog, will just not stop getting in the neighbor's yard. I gotta strap something around him. Well, yeah, he, he was a dog trainer, okay? <laughs> Local guy here in Shreveport, very successful. Um, multiple businesses. Um, and he had that idea, That's but he had I to love. learn. And he would tell you, if I had him on here today, he would, he would tell you that there are pet product shows that you must be part of, that you must know where that's at. You gotta know what somebody's willing to buy. Then the next challenge is, how do you get to those buyers? Because yeah. think about it. If you're in the pet business and you wanna get on the shelf at Petco, they only got so much space. Yeah. That's yeah, I loved the product you told me about, the guy, because it's such a good, like, I see a problem and I fix it, the guy that built the folding boat yes. that you could just pick up and put in the back of yeah. your truck. You know, I mean, that's a cool idea. We're in the sportsman's paradise. He had a great idea. He wanted a folding boat that he could put on the back of his ATV, go to his duck hole. I mean, it's a great idea. Flip it out. And do it. it was a great idea. But getting a big folding boat on the shelf of Bass Pro, I mean, I would imagine that would be You hard. are going to go to lots of boat shows, all right? <laughs> and you're going to sell your product, and then they're going to try to figure out how do I sell it, because that takes a lot of space on somebody's you know, showroom floor. 
and yeah. how, how do they sell it? And if you don't have those answers, so it goes back to the product com uh, companies. Challenge is one, how do I make it? And then where's my market and how do I get it to the market? And if you just got one product yeah. and then it becomes a real challenge is, does the customer need to buy one of them or how does he, when does he yeah. have to buy the second one? Okay, and if, if, it, if it's five years later, in the case of the boat, okay, whoa, okay. Yeah, I love this kind of business because it's, it's so entrepreneurial at its, it is. at its base. You know, I see a problem, I fix it for myself, and then I go, holy smokes, I really fixed it. Everybody should and, see this. And you know, the, the, the product inventors, they get so deep into the actual manufacturing of the product. And, and they spend a lot of time on that. Some of them do it very well. Some of them have the resources, they'll out, outsource that. But where they really start having trouble is, they think they're the only one that knows how to manufacture this. And the truth is, there are lots of places out there. There's the new Louisiana product yeah. development team. They could do a much better job of doing that for you than you could do yourself. Well, it's cool when you see one like go from that and then also have the focus on being a, a business. Yes. And that's what we talked when we talked to Bishop. When we talked to Bishop, where he had a vision. I mean, he, Eric Ribbardo is a businessman running a, a company that's right. he that put, makes this product. He put a business model around the product. That's when it's finally, you look at it and you go, whoa, this could really be something. But you know what you was know? really, what's really unique about that is at some point, the entrepreneur inventor realizes I can't do all of this by myself. Yeah. And at some point I got to start putting a team together to do this. And where it starts getting hard is when they've got that product built, they really define the market. How do I sell it? Oh, yeah. Do I hire a sales team? Do I do a contract with somebody else to go do this? And it really comes down to what's the, the, the plan for the business? Yeah, I was talking to somebody who was making something the other day and, and they were killing it at farmer's markets and killing it at Christmas events and killing it at whatever. And I was like, yeah, but who cares? Like, what's the next step to like Yeah, how do you go, scale it? Like, okay, like, is this what you want to be doing in 20 years? Like, and you could tell that that was kind of like they hadn't gotten there. And that to me is unfortunate because you have so many great products that stop right there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, and That's, you have to have a bigger vision. You have to be thinking about how do I make this scale? When do I start growing my team? I mean, Andrew Crawford at Rhino, uh, there's a funny story of him roasting his coffee and he got in Whole Foods and he was roasting his coffee and he got in the Whole Foods in Shreveport and it was going well. And I was having to go visit my sister in New Orleans and we're talking on the phone. He says, oh man, we just launched in the New yeah. Orleans Whole Foods. He's like, I was like, man, you want me to go by there and like buy a couple bags? He's like, heck yeah, buy as many as you can. <laughs> like, heck yeah, he wants you to buy some. You know, like, so that, like, to me, that is such the next step. If you can start making that stuff. I met a lady in New Orleans one time at like walking through the French market and she had, you know, basic like candles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I started talking to her, but her materials were real good. And I was like, 
So like, it, this can't be all you do is sit down here. Like, and she said, oh no, I'm in 40 different Whole Foods. Right. And yeah. it's just like, I come to these now like once really a year. I really like that Whole Foods model. If you know, if, if you're in the food business and you can get on the shelf, you can start learning a whole lot. I think it's about, a great way to like branch out into yeah. that. And, and I think that that's where a lot of inventors or product developers really struggle is they're not taking that feedback. They're not getting on the shelf in a few places and then getting the feedback, putting that feedback back into the product, making some changes yeah. and, and learning from the marketing what worked or what didn't work and, and keep going. I mean, it, it's like that in every business, right? You gotta be in tune with your customer. And you have to find what is missing. Yes. I mean, with me, when I started Pinpoint and it's evolved a ton, but at that time it was, I'm not seeing local companies utilizing their marketing budget to support the community as much as I think they can and as successfully as I think they can. I want to take that to the market. Oh, yeah. And so that was the idea. And you take it and then you have to shift and change as you have to. Yeah. And that that's big. A lot of people think, you know, you can just create a product, create one um, social media post and it's going to reach everybody. The and other thing I love about the Whole Foods is exactly that, is they do samples, but it's the real local, you know, person making that product in there. That's great. And I love when you look at one of these guys and he's from Minden and he's made this salsa yeah. and he's handing it to you to taste it and he's leaning over looking at yeah, you. Like, I mean, he is really into yes. what you're about to think of as salsa. Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about food products, this is where it really gets hard. And we've had lots of food products companies or ideas, um, er everything you can imagine. Dips, salsa, uh, they, they, they come in, they're convinced they are, their recipe is the best, and now they've, they've been to the farmer's markets, they've been very successful, they're ready to go to the next step. They know they need a commercial kitchen, okay? They, they got it, they figured it out. I'm gonna go rent this building, turn it into a commercial kitchen and I'm going to produce this and I'll have it on every shelf in in yeah. Louisiana. And all of a sudden it's hard. Yeah, it's very hard because if you if you're going to produce, you know, at at scale, you got to have a buyer, okay? Right and think of how many products are in a grocery store. Think about it. Absolutely. Even if you get in, now yep. you have to actually go off the shelf. You got to sell. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so I it's, love not, it. it's not easy. It's not easy. There's lots of hurdles. And, I, and you know, let's go back to EAP as an accelerator. It's not our job to say your, your idea or your product is bad. You will never hear that from us. All right? You're, you're going to hear, okay, this is not going to be easy. Here's a hurdle. Here's the hurdle. Here's how we can help you get over it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, yeah. if, if they're willing to, to listen, go out and experiment, figure out how they do it because it's not our job to do it for you. You know, if right. you're walking in, if you're a product company and you're walking into somebody and you think they're going to do it for you, unless, you know, it's a, a large company that's just going to license your product. Right. We've done that route too, where you, you get it developed, you've got it to that point, you just license it out, they manufacture it, they package it, they put it on the shelf and boom. You get you get money, but, but those are few and far between. I mean, I'll tell you, when I worked with Raising Canes, I drew up this whole game plan of this crazy 
fast, casual concept where you could drive through and I was going to build this snow cone shaped thing that you could put a spaghetti and meatball in and hold it in your cup holder and call it bada bing. And it was like, oh, this is going to be the crazy thing. Well, it wasn't. It was a crazy idea. But a guy that was with Canes with me, he came up with this idea about the same time. Same kind of crazy idea. I'm going to open a Canes type restaurant that only sells quesadillas. And he went and did it. And now Dilla's is mm -hmm. well known and, and all over. And they're moving across this different states. Absolutely. They're branching and, um, out. And, you know, it was like it was about at that time when we're sitting around drinking beer, talking about our ideas. It didn't seem much crazier than the spaghetti idea. But he's well, killing really, it with it. There is no you crazy know? idea. Right? That's the fun part. There is no crazy idea. You, you, you should be able to think up anything, dream it up, and figure out a way to get through all the hurdles. You just have to have that part of where, and he had it, of I'm not scared, I'm going to jump, and what's the worst thing that could happen? Oh, heck, I'm, I think there's a lot of things in food that are going to change. We see them every day. I think if I would not want to be in the pizza business. You know? Oh, yeah. Because pizza and really, it, it's changing. You're just going to be able to go drive up to a kiosk, swipe pretty soon, okay, and um, boom, there's your there's well, your yeah, pizza. Yeah, I mean delivery. Yeah. I mean when we were kids, if you wanted food delivered to you, you're getting pizza. Yep. Now you can have any food in the world. You can have fine dining brought to your door. Abs any day. Okay. That's and incredible. So I I see that changing a lot because. And I think you and I have talked, everybody that's come in here and talked to us, you know. I think the biggest thing we, I hope to encourage in this one is anybody that has an idea, take a shot. Come talk to Dave and, and them at EAP. At least they'll tell you if, if where it sits. You know, they'll give you a good idea of what the hurdles are. But I think there's probably so hundreds of million dollar ideas that have just sat in people's minds definitely and i'm i'm with you 100 percent. I, I think if you got that idea just jump do it take the risk tinker like tinker said, play tinker with it in your garage if you really want to learn something go buy your own 3d printer they're not that expensive go start producing your own see how many times how many iterations you got to go through yeah. on that get get something what i've found and i've seen and i'm working on a project right now where i just saw a opening in the market in my opinion compared to everywhere else and we started just picking up the phone googling looking and all of a sudden people in other cities it is amazing how willing people are to talk to you and help you and and you bring you surprised. into their project and and different things and i mean we have a company walking us through the whole deal in dallas you know and and they didn't uh, know who we were three months ago i'm, I'm telling you there are a lot of successful product company inventors out there that are great coaches and mentors if you just ask them yeah they're more than happy to tell you the hurdles that they experienced and it might be in the same industry may not but but don't it, see those hurdles as as stop signs no see there are no stop signs as being aware of what you're going to hit right. and, and getting over them quicker you're, you're going to get over you you know the whole goal is to get get over that hurdle and and move on and you can do it. Well, this was a fun one. This was a fun one. I, I enjoyed talking about that. I could I, I could tell stories nonstop about <laughs> the different products, and we've enjoyed every one of them and how we want those entrepreneurs. But it's important that people know that some of those products that have walked through your door 
have become successful. They businesses. have become successful. Absolutely. And I think we're going to bring one. We're going to talk to one guy um, here pretty soon. Well, heck, they've already got a major contract for their their product. Now, they licensed a university technology, developed it, and now they've got the big contract. They're the they're the dog that caught the car. And that's I what we want. I love that idea that when we talk jobs and this company coming in and whatever, I love the idea of companies like Bishop that are creating something and it was born in Treeport. So that can be done right here in Treeport. Let us know if we can help. All right. Thanks, everybody. Mm -hmm.